Amen. Amen. <laughs> Am I hearing the voice of Jamaica? Yes, Dr. Polly. <laughs> so ah. Jamaica online. <laughs> Which voice of Jamaica, Dr. Polly? Thank you. Yeah, Jamaica online. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Putin couldn't stop you from, from joining from joining. Wow. <laughs> Last night I slept. I didn't go on the back of the prayer line because I, um, ah. I was stuck in the airport for 24 hours. But thank God I came on. Wow. So I was sleeping, oh. you know, in prayer line last night. But God is good. Amen. Amen. Hi, Dr. Pauline. All right. Love you too. <laughs> All right. So let's have a, a reflection from last week, please. I start with um, the reflection from March 8th, which is last Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, you start by referring to the post of uh, Enoch Adeboy. I don't know if I'm the last name right. But he shared a revelation about uh, forgiveness. And he's a man whose faith had been tested. He, uh, he said how he gave his life to Christ was because of one of his sons and in you know, seeking help for his son. He gave his life to Christ. And he talked about how churches are full of people who are not ready for heaven because of jealousy, envy, and covetousness. We must begin to examine our Christianity, our Christian work, that is. What is happening in Russia and Ukraine is what. Uh, Sarah, please talk yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Thanks. Yeah, you said what what is happening in Russia and Ukraine is what was happening between Joseph and his brothers. The slaves buyer that bought Joseph were his cousin. The Ishmaelites and the Minidites were the brothers to, to Isaac. They were worldly nations mm. with gold and oils. The Midianite bought Joseph and sold. Joseph to the Ishmaelite that reflect the same manner in which Jesus Christ was sold. Greed, envy, jealousy, and selfishness causes us at times to do things that are not, that we are not supposed to do. And we, you know, we don't care, you know, what we do, you know, even, you know, regardless of the repercussion, we just do some things that is not, you know, things that we're supposed to be doing. Uh, God will use something to bring us together because our lives and our destiny are connected. We have seen how Ruth walked into forgiveness and inherit the blessing of Abraham. We want to see how Joseph start walking the path that will cause his brothers to admit their wrongs so their family would be restored before their father died. It is very difficult to forgive different to forgive. For some of us, it's very difficult, or should it, for everyone that is, it's very difficult to forgive because even sometimes, you know, we say we forgive the person for what they do, 
But when we see that person, we start feeling, you know, discomfort. You know, we have to go back to God again and say, Lord, help. You know, and we, you know, we have to just go to the cycle. We will find ourselves, you know, not feeling those discomfort at times. So it's difficult to forget. So um, you said different churches and organizations come about because of unforgiveness. And unforgiveness is because of pride uh, and um, arrogancy and bitterness. When we come to realization that Joseph had a dream into his father's house, that dream is still manifesting today. The king of Egypt, which at the time was Pharaoh, had the same dream Joseph had 20 years ago. Uh, you looked at the dream, how we are connected. You, we also, we are connected, we are all connected because we are the body of Christ for one reason. And that's one reason why, you know, you know, we call ourselves brothers and sisters, you know, in Christ, you know, from what I understand from that. The enemy will try to tear us apart with strife, jealousy, and envy, but God will use the baker and the butler to connect Joseph to his destiny. Who are we connected to was a question that you asked. When we get, uh, when we find ourselves into an uncommon place, we should pray and ask God why we are in that place. You ask another question, what is the recurring dreams that we're having? And that we should write down the journey with our dreams and revelation. We, you know, some of us are going around in circles. And you say going around in, uh, in circles is a, um, is a problem that have a meaning to it. What are the circles of problem we are having right now was another question you asked. And when we are going through the valley, you said we should not despise each other or we should not despise anybody for that matter. Let us not despise each other. And that's where I stopped, you know, from the notes that I received our last week of the college. Shawil appreciates Evangelist Sarah. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. Okay. Who else to give reflection? Any more reflection? Uh, um, I just speak to the, the two um that that uh, stood out to me and um and one was uh forgiveness and the other one was uh the connections that how god connects us in life um and the forgiveness was demonstrated by uh joseph when he was reunited with his his brethren, and we saw where um, at the time when Joseph's brother tried to to kill him, um, his older brother stood in intercession for him so that he would not be killed. And as a result of that, um, Joseph was speared so that he was able to uh, fulfill his destiny. But when he uh, met up with his brothers later on in, um, in, in Egypt, we saw where he demonstrated 
uh, forgiveness. And uh, usually it's, it's very difficult if, if, if we go through even a lesser incident than that, a lot of us would carry hatred in our hearts for a long time for that person who, who tried to kill us or to destroy our lives. But uh, Joseph was able to forgive his brothers when he met up with them again um, when they came down to Egypt. And um, it was significant that uh, the people who bought him when they took him to Joseph out of the pit were related to him. And um, that was one connection because uh, these persons who bought him, they were wealthy traders and all that, but they were also descendants of, of Abraham. And uh, so they were related to Joseph. And it so happens that they were the ones who bought him and then sold him into Egypt. And then when Joseph was thrown into prison, he had the connection with the butler. And uh, that connection also helped to propel him into his destiny. So from time to time, God is going to connect us with various persons um, we might not understand at the time or we might not understand why, but somewhere along the line, from time to time, God will connect us with persons that will help and will be instrumental in propelling us into our destiny in the same way Joseph was propelled into uh, his destiny. And uh, a lot of those times while we are going through our various situations, we will be in situations that we don't understand. We will be out of our comfort zone. But when that happens, we need to seek God for clarification and understanding so that God can work his purpose out concerning us and bring us to our destiny. So that was what I got from Praise God. Shall we appreciate uh, uh, Minister Roslyn? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you all for the for the reflection so far. So let's make our declaration. Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom. Welcome to the garden of wisdom. For the gathering of wisdom. For the gathering of wisdom. For the gathering of wisdom. The garden of wisdom is a place where we discover. The garden of wisdom is a place where we discover. And dig out the knowledge. And dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us to the path of righteousness. That leads and directs us to the path of righteousness. To fulfill our divine destiny. To fulfill our divine destiny. I am here in the garden of wisdom. I am here in the garden of wisdom. To gather wisdom. To gather wisdom. To drink from the well of wisdom. 
to drink, to drink from, from the, the well of wisdom, to receive instruction, to receive instruction, receive instruction direction, 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 and guidance, and guidance, and guidance, according to the plan and purpose, according to the plan and purpose that the Lord has predestined for my life. That, that the, the Lord, Lord has predestined for my life. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So today we'll continue from where we stopped last week. And... I, let me say this first, that where we are picking it from today, we have mentioned it before, but don't see it as a repetition. Because uh, anytime we don't uh, explain things properly, some people joined us in the middle, they were not there in the beginning. And some people uh, don't remember what was said in the beginning. So in order to make uh, an effective connection, I have to do a little bit of repetition. You understand? I'm not hearing anybody. Yes, Dr. Polly. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, now we had spoken about the two dreams of Joseph. To put it together, there are six major dreams. And each set of the dreams were in pairs. Joseph's dream that was narrated were two. So it's a pair. Now, the butler and the baker, the officers of, uh, uh, of Pharaoh, their dreams are two. That is a pair, another, a second pair. Then Pharaoh too will have a dream. And his dream too were two. That is a third pair, making six dreams, okay? And all these dreams put together are all the same. And uh, I want us to realize something here. There were six, two pairs of dreams that makes uh, uh, six categories of dreams. And all the dreams are related. And these people were from different locations, yet the dreams are related. Like I said last week, we are all connected and related somehow. It doesn't matter whether you are brown or black or blue or yellow. We all emerge from Adam and Eve and then some of us emerge from one branch of Noah, another branch of Noah's children here and there, Shem or Hem or Jephthah. So we all, whether you are from Shem or Ham or Jephthah, we are all connected from Noah. Because after God destroyed the whole world, Noah and his family were left. So one more time, our root is Noah, just as the beginning of our root is Adam and Eve. Now, 
human beings spread as time goes on, they spread. And like uh, we are seeing Russia and Ukraine. Now, a lot, some people in Russia were told that there is war in, 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 in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, they were crying and then they started crying because they are families. Ukrainians and Russians, uh, majority of them are families. Some of them are either the Jewish family that were sent there uh, through the Holocaust or somehow. So uh, Ukrainians are married to, uh, to Russians, Russians are married to, to, to Ukrainians. And some of them live in Ukraine and work in uh, 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 you know you know how it is like New Jersey and New York the tri-state, and we all we travel from somewhere. Our families are in various parts of the world, and so this war is a real turn in a family in various families. All right, and uh, it's the same way that when we look at Ukraine and Russia we are seeing Joseph and his brothers. Now, coming back to the dream, some time ago, I asked everybody to start taking notes of your dreams. I said, one day we will have opportunity to start looking at each person's dreams. And I mean it that we are going to do that. Look at your dreams. Start write them down just uh you, you don't have to write it ditto ditto if you can write it ditto ditto okay excellent but write down the tracks of your dreams and when we have the opportunity and we look at it you'll find out that all the dreams you have had over the period of 10 20 30 years are the same are the same and by the time we analyze it, you find out that the word of God does not change. It's the same thing when you take the Bible from Genesis through to Revelation, you find out that some events were repeated and are still being repeated. Some activities were, were, were repeated only once or two occasions. And for instance, if you look at all the major prophets and the minor prophets in the Bible, we are not going to dwell on that. I'm just bringing your attention to something. You find out that some prophets were called to focus on salvation. And some prophets were called to focus on judgment. So there are two major categories of prophets, you are either called to represent salvation and push the message of salvation, or you are called to explain why judgment will come to a people that the Lord loves. How does God say he loves you in the morning? And then when you sin, he tells you, He's gonna judge you tomorrow, all right? So here, 
we are saying that Joseph's dream concerns wealth, prosperity, and the other part of the dream concerns the fact that God is great. When the sheep, all the sheep bow down to his sheep, sheep represent grain, represent wealth, represent prosperity. And when we first did it, I mentioned the fact that wine is made from corn. There are various foods that are made from corn. There are various uh, 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 sweetness, sweetness, like some form of honey, some form of sugar are made from grains, from corn, all right? Now, his sheep rose up and all other sheep bowed to him. They were angry and they hated him. So here, we see an element of hatred that had already happened between Abel and Cain. When Abel's sacrifice rose up to God with a sweet aroma, Cain was angry, hated his brother Abel, and would not yield the warning when the Lord came to him and said, hey, sin lies at your door. Beware, get rid of it. What is that? Warning, prophetic warning. So the Lord warned Cain about an impending evil. Now we are seeing again Joseph and his brothers. And when Joseph narrated his dreams, his brothers hated him. There are people you tell your revelation to and their response contains elements of hatred. If you don't know, you don't understand, you will jubilate. You will think, oh, that's a good friend. Oh, I share my dreams with my friend and my friend advised me. But what you don't realize is that your friend possibly is, is, is hating you and killing your dream and could be fasting against your dream. You think, oh, I have shared with her, we are going to pray together. But you don't know that your friend is a snake, is a serpent, is a deceiver, and is destroying your destiny. So you have to be very careful whom you share your dream with. Before I give an example, let me go forward again. Now, so we are saying that in the event of relationship, you must be careful. What do you keep? What do you share? So that you don't endanger your life. And there are some people that by all means you have to share with them because of the way you relate. And they will sell you into slavery or they will purport to kill you like Joseph's brother tried to kill him. And like Cain killed Abel. How do you adjust your life? 
How do you adjust your destiny? How do you adjust your integrity? We are studying integrity in Sunday school. So when I use the term integrity, you know we are talking about how you stand upright with the word of God, how you are able to maintain the, the, the character of God in your life. Now, in the second dream, second set of dream, the butler and the baker. Now you realize that the butler was the first to approach Joseph with his dreams. And Joseph told him, in three days, you'll be released. And in three years, you'll be promoted. When the baker heard the interpretation that was given to the butler, he quickly said, I also have a dream. But unfortunately, his own dream, where he saw the bird eating from his head, meant he'll be hanged and the birds of the air would feed on him. Now, these are two office officials from the king's palace. They are practically friends because they were part of the coup d'etat, all right? They were part of the coup d'etat to kill the king. But who actually was in the midst of the coup d'etat? Who was planning to kill the king? How did the butler got involved with the killing of the king? So when they were released and sent into uh, 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 judgment, the butler was set free. And here, the butler forgot about Joseph until the king will have a dream. And all, listen to this very carefully. All the magicians, the satrap, the uh, palm readers, the magicians could not interpret Pharaoh's dream at the start. And since they could not interpret Pharaoh's dream, that was how the butler remembered Pharaoh's dream. Oh. So at this time, he remembered Pharaoh's dream, uh, uh, Joseph's dream. Uh, sorry, he remembered Joseph in prison. Let me say something here again. There are people that we do help. We all, I'm not talking of me alone, we do help. Sometimes you help people through a time of challenge, a time of trial. You show them love. You encourage them to rise in life. You encourage them to do what they never thought they could do. You encourage them to step up in life. And when they have achieved, they don't want to be part of you again. They feel bigger than you. They feel more important than you. 
and then they start moving away and going away. But what they don't realize is that when you sow a seed, you must water the seed. And there will be a time of harvest. You must remember how your seed was watered and make sure you applaud the persons, the people, the path that you walk through, applaud that path and give glory to God. Because something is going to happen again and you find yourself coming down the ladder because on your way up, there were people who helped you. When you got out there, don't forget to maintain your connection. Don't forget to respect and honor those who helped you. So that when something happens and you find yourself back in the valley, the same people who God gave wisdom to help you to the point of elevation, that wisdom will still be there waiting for you. That wisdom will still be there waiting for you. And I repeat, that wisdom that helped you once upon your time will still be there waiting for you. That is why the, it is being said, do not despise a small beginning. And do not despise people when they are in their valleys. Listen to this. Joseph brothers despised him and threw him into a pit, a type of a valley. And then when they would pick him up, it was when they saw their step brethren and, and cousins coming when they saw the Ishmaelites. The Ishmaelites were descendants of Ishmael. Ishmael is a son of Abraham. So the sight of the Ishmaelites reminded them, ah, these are our family members coming. Let's sell him to the Ishmaelites. And the Ishmaelite bought him. And because they are traders, merchants, they also sold Joseph to the Midianites. And Midianites are also children of Keturah. Keturah was the last woman Abraham married who gave that to the Midianites. You see our connection, are you understanding? And now the Ishmaelite, the Ishmaelite did not kill Joseph. They sold him for a bigger money to the Midianites. The Midianite did not kill Joseph. They sold him for a bigger money to Potiphar. Now, you will see that sometimes 
we fall into the hands of people that we don't know how we are connected. But listen to this part. When Sarah could not have a child, Sarah told Abraham, take my maid and make a child with, him, with her, Hagar, so that the promises God has given to you, the wealth God has given to you, would be taken care of if anything happens to us. Ah, because as of then, Lot, who should have been inheriting Abraham, has shifted away. Sometimes you don't know why God brought you to Makame's house. Maybe you are the next person to become somebody. Maybe you are the next pastor. Maybe you are the next evangelist. Maybe you are the next uh, youth minister. Maybe you are the next this. Maybe you are the next that. Instead of you to prepare yourself and say, God, there is a purpose why you brought me to overcome this house. Oh Lord, show me. But you are in a hurry to go somewhere else. And then by the time you turn back and come back again, God forbid, you must have, you, 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 you may lose your divine position. Sarah told Abraham, have a child with a guy. Listen, after many years, her guy's children, the Ishmaelites, will be the one to save Joseph from the pits. They will be the one because they buy slaves. They have some ladders and whatnot with which they take the slaves. So they use their equipment to bring Joseph out of the pits. Hey, are you understanding what I'm saying? Joseph's brothers did not have the equipment to remove Joseph from the pits. So when they saw the Ishmaelites and their caravan, they offered Joseph. So the Ishmaelites used their equipment to take Joseph out of the pits and put him in their caravan and sold him to another step cousins which is the Midianites. So in our lives, there are people who we don't even know. They are our cousins, our stepbrothers and sisters. We don't know how we are connected. Now, look at how Joseph will get to where the coat of many colors will be displayed. They had taken, these brothers took the coat of many colors that represent United Nations, killed a, 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 a lamb and poured the blood on. And that is the blood of redemption and sent it to the father. 
send it to the father. The father saw it and wept and cried. Who is lying against you? Who is deceiving who? But one day, the blood of redemption will cry. Goma, redemption has come. <laughs> Goma, redemption has come. What is your place? What is your position? Ah. Before I round up for today, I want us to come to a place where don't take your dreams for granted. The story I will tell. I one of my uh, one of my adopted sons in Africa. One of the times when I traveled to Africa, he was serving my friend as a houseboy. And my friend had uh, two sons. And this boy learned how to drive. He was a houseboy. He learned how to drive. And he was very intelligent. But because he came from a poor family, he became a houseboy. When these boys come from school, oh, my son teaches them. He will help them with their homework. And I watched the way he taught them. And I asked him, I said, listen, guy, let me use another name for him. I said, uh, I'm looking for Harry. Okay. I said, Harry. I see the way you treat these boys, the way you wake up in the morning, clean the house, uh, bath for them, iron their clothing, put them in the car, take them to school, go back, and then when you, you, you and then you come back, you, you organize their stuff, you wash their clothing, you iron. And, you know, I was just admiring this young guy. And I said to him, I said, what is your level of education? He said, I don't have much education. I said, but what is the level of education? He said, I only had uh, middle school. I said, middle school? I said, you are a teacher. I said, listen. I said, you need to go to school and develop yourself. I said, you know what you would do? Organize your time in a way that you don't have to be washing every day. I said, you can wash once a week or twice a week. I said, go and look for adult education school or one uh, after school program and go and study. I said, what do you want to, what do you want to study? He said, I love accounting. I said, you love accounting? I said, I can see it in you. The way you teach the student mathematics is very awesome. So I advised him. I said, everybody that comes to visit your master is usually a minister of God. You cook, you serve all of us, and we all eat. We like the way you serve us. 
I said our prayer alone would open door for you. And one day you will be a graduate of a university. As I'm talking to you now, this guy, <laughs> this guy has his masters. He just graduated with his masters. I encourage him, I said, go to school, get your first degree. After his first degree, he said the person he was working with uh, was going to transfer him to somewhere where he would not be able to do his second degree, his master's. I said, listen, I said, I'm going to pray with you. You are going to go to your boss and you are going to tell your boss that, listen, boss, uh, I am in school and it will be very difficult for me to complete my school if I should uh, be transferred to another place. And his boss said, you are in school? Say yes. What are you studying accounting? The boss said, listen, from today, you will no longer be a driver. You are going to be the accountant of this organization. He called me. He said, mama, your prayer is working. Mama, your prayer is working. You told me to go to school. Now I went to school. Now. You told me I have to do my master's and I thought it would be impossible. When I spoke to my boss and I told my boss that I have my first degree, I, 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 I am, uh, you know, the, the same thing you told me, I told him. And now he said, I'm no longer going to be a driver. I am going to be in the office so I can go to school and finish up. And that's from today, I am the accountant in the office. And I said, praise God. Now he has built a house. Now he has finished his master's. He's waiting for me to come. So he will celebrate his master's. Listen, listen, listen. He keeps me abreast of everything he's doing. And I keep praying and supporting him. From a houseboy to an accountant, from a houseboy. Now he's one of the assistant ministers in the church he goes to. My dear, appreciation, appreciation. Look, I am here in America. Sometimes he changes money into dollars and send to me here in America. The first time he did it, I'm like, Harry, why? He said, mommy, you don't know who you are in my life. He said, my own father did not tell me to go to school. My own mother did not. He said, you were the first to tell me that I qualify to become somebody in life. And he said, every step of the way you encourage me. I am not in Ghana. I told him to be putting the money in my in the ministry's account in Ghana. Yes. Yes. He's a man now with four children. He gave them to two sets of twins. My dear, listen. I told him, I said, 
don't forget your master through whom I met you. I said, make sure you appreciate your master through whom I met you. I said, if that man did not employ you, and if that man did not ask you to serve me, I would not have known you. So I would never ever discourage you from your master. Whether he was good to you or bad to you is not the issue. The issue is that if you don't appreciate small beginning, one day you will get to a place where you will not get help. There were some people around him who were unappreciative, so I could not even advise them. All those people are still where they are. But because Henry was dedicated, faithful, and relating back to me, today he has his masters. Today, he's an accountant of a big firm. He's a European firm. He was originally employed as a driver. Today, he's an accountant. Today, he has built a house. Today, he's married with four children. I am not here to boast. I am just here to tell you appreciation. Joseph forgave. Appreciative. 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 I don't know what your challenge is. I don't know who helped you to where you are. I don't know who advised you when you didn't know what to do. I don't know who encouraged you to go to school in your life. I don't know who encouraged you to get to the level where you are. Don't forget the finger that fed you and don't bite the finger that fed you. Don't disconnect from the finger that assisted you. Don't separate yourself. Don't allow pride to separate you from the place where God has planted you. Every tree has a soil that held it up. Every tree has a river that waters it. Let's bow down our heads and pray first before we ask questions. Kindly unmute everybody, please. Unmute yourselves. It's an interactive time. Everybody, unmute yourself. Yes. Now let's pray. Pray for yourself. That whatever is the source of connection in your life, whatever is the source of encouragement in your life, whatever, even if you were you suffered, even if you went through a valley, where there is no valley, there is no mountain. <laughs> no valley, no mountain. We are not perfect. We all offend one another. We all do things that can be discouraging sometimes. But don't let the storm swallow you. Father, we thank you and we bless you this day. That as we learn about the path of forgiveness, we are discovering that the left hand washes the right hand and the right hand washes the left hand. We are discovering how the teeth and the tongue live in one house under one roof. And yet they are never separated. They bite on each other. They fight. 
They quarrel, but they never cast each other out. Father, teach us to be wise in overcoming sounds. Teach us not to despise the great days of overcoming sounds and the valley days of overcoming sounds. Teach us to keep our connection firm so that on the day of judgment, we will not be found wanting. Yes. But that the Lord will look at us and say, faithful, you have been faithful, you have been sincere, you have been honest. Yes, Great and faithful servants. Mm. What makes you faithful servants is because you were there in the days of the valley. You encourage in the days of valley. You put in your best in the days of the valleys. So when it comes to the days of celebration, your testimony will be great. Father, let this wisdom be in Bacchus house and in our lives that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Any question? Hi, Dr. Pauline. Yes, please. Um, I was going back to where you mentioned dreams. Um, and you were also saying that we Who should remember. Speaking? Who is speaking? Mention your name. Alicia. Oh, oh, okay. I'm, I wasn't seeing your lights. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, you were mentioning dreams. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you. Yeah, you were mentioning dreams, but I wanted to know, like, what if your dreams was like on towards the negative side? Because I know you were mentioning that the dreams always reoccur from like childhood, right? So what if you're having your dreams now, but they're not so much of good dreams? What is that? Okay. Okay. Uh, next week, by God's grace, we'll be looking at uh, Pharaoh's dream. Pharaoh's mm -hmm. dream were negative, all right? Mm -hmm. So we will use that to interpret some dreams for you to see that it's not every dream that looks negative that is actually negative. Okay. If Pharaoh's dream were all good, Joseph would not have come to the scene. But because part of his dream were negative, he became troubled and he was looking for an interpreter. So sometimes the dreams that look negative are the, the part of the dream that connects us to our helpers. Are you getting me? Mm -hmm. The part of the dream that is negative connects us to our helpers. Like I ask everybody to read uh, 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 an information that I posted about uh, the Reverend Enoch. And I said, everything about him is not there. But I gave a little story that when I invite, I, I, I interviewed him as a journalist. He said he had a son who was always crying. The child would just cry and cry and cry. And the cry of that child drove him to look for God because he was looking for solution. 
to why the child was crying. He did not, when he found God, the man who actually, who he visited was a man of God who had just elementary school education, but he was a man of God. Later on, when the man will appoint somebody to assist him in the ministry, he appointed this man, Reverend Enoch. Reverend Enoch is a PhD holder in mathematics, doctor of mathematics, professor in a university, was appointed to be his assistant. So it's like Jesus and Peter. Peter had little education, but the Lord trusted Peter to be the rock on which he would build his church. How did Peter came into the scene? Peter was fishing and could not catch fish all night. That is how Peter encountered Jesus. So sometimes the negative dream causes us to see God in a way where we find our destiny. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that man, if his son was not crying, he would not have found God. And in finding God today, he is a general overseer of about five million congregations around the world. Five million congregations from being a father looking for solution for his son. He became a worker in the church. Seven, I think he was seven as an usher, a professor of mathematics, seven as an usher in the church. From there, he became assistant minister. From there, he became the general overseer. Hey, and today, He's speaking to 5 million congregation. So negative dreams are not negative. So bring your negative dreams to me. And by God's grace, the Lord will help me to help you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you too. Hi, Dr. Pauline. It's Sister Adeline. Okay. I have a question from yes. what you've narrated. It seems as if, I mean, was Joseph aware of the obstacles he was going to face? Because from what you've narrated, I could tell he was so calm with everything that went through his way. Was he aware of what he was, the obstacles he was going to face? Well, uh, he started experiencing the obstacles with his brothers. So he knew the dangers in his life. He was aware of the dangers, but he didn't know to what extent the dangers were because clearly his brothers hated him. So he knew 
that they hated him, but he didn't know how deep the hatred would go. And he didn't know that one day they will even attempt to kill him or sell him into slavery. And I would say this, that sometimes we only see a word. Like we, those who operate in the prophetic, the Lord doesn't tell us everything. He shows us in parts. And as we continue to wait on him, to fast and pray, you know, like I was talking to somebody and I said, uh, the person said, ah, uh, where were you last weekend or whatnot? And I said, oh, last weekend I was in my retreat. And uh, the person was like, what is all this retreat? And that is a man of God. What is all this retreat? I said, well, for me, every month I do have a retreat because if I have to carry the word of God to people, I need to stay in his presence. I need to understand what he wants me to do at each time, each level, each day, each month. I said, if you study the prophets in the Bible, they are always in the presence of God. That doesn't mean that we will not make mistakes. Yes, I do make mistakes because I am human and human air. Yes, when I make mistakes, I do fall short of the glory of God. And because I do make mistakes, that is why I will always need to go for a retreat to correct my mistakes and to straighten out anything that is wrong in my life and around me. And that is why I am not ashamed to apologize and ask for forgiveness whenever I do wrong. So Joseph was not quite aware of everything, but he was aware of the fact that he was hated and the hatred was dangerous. So sometimes you know in parts, but we don't know in full because we, God knows all, all things. We cannot know everything. So when a prophet or a minister of God starts showing as though they know everything, then they are equaling themselves to God. And that could be very dangerous. Have I answered you? Yes, hopefully. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Any other question before we round up? Okay, there's no more question. Let's have a reflection. Who can tell us what we learned today? Hi, Dr. Paulman. Yes, please. Um, this is Vivian. I'm gonna give my reflection on the garden of okay. I miss you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I miss you too. Okay, God bless you. Go ahead. <laughs> my reflection from the garden of wisdom. What I learned today was fair. Um, um was mostly like what I really caught on was Pharaoh's dreams and also that the butler forgot about Joseph and also Dr. Paulin told us to not to forget the people who loved us who helped us or motiva motivated us before we got to the top um when you get when you get to the when you get up there don't forget to honor those people 
who helped you, who loved you, who motivated you. Do not despise a small beginning. Joseph's brothers despised him and threw him into a pit. So sometimes when we despise people and just underlook them, we, we, we throw them away. It's like we're trusting them. But we don't know what God, you know, is going to use that small beginning from that person. You may see a small, you don't know how God's going to change them. And I will say like perspective, like some people in my, I had a uh, friend, not even like a friend, this guy who was in my class who, you know, you just see him as, as a normal person. And he talked about this, this um, football he was playing in that moment. I really didn't know too much about football, but I was just like, yeah, he plays football. But then now I see him like he's playing for, um, for um, um, for a good school, um, a good university. I'm like, wow! I never knew this little football he was talking about will actually take him to the big leagues. So, um, Dr. Pollen says, do not despise small beginnings. Joseph, um, um, sometimes God puts us in certain places for a reason, or for the purpose that He has for us to be fulfilled. Joseph was thrown around from the pit for the from the pit his brothers um throwing him in to the into the hands of the mid midnights and then from the hands of the midnights to Pharaoh's to Pharaoh's um palace to be a slave and from from the slave to Pharaoh's prison um so God would put us in certain places for a reason for his purpose for our lives to be fulfilled. Um, sometimes we don't know how, uh, we don't know why we are in overcomer's house. Maybe one day God is, you know, God is saying we'll be the next in line to lead or do something great. And the last thing I learned from the garden of wisdom is don't take your dreams for granted. Thank you, Dr. Paulin. Thank you very much. That was a powerful reflection you did. God bless you. Thank you. Any more? Yeah. Any other person before we close? All right, let's give the remaining reflection for next week because it's time. All right. Uh, remember that uh, we are online on Friday. We are praying. And uh, as we pray in our private places, let's remember to pray for Ukraine and Russia. The other day, the Lord rebuked me and said, don't you know, I have people in Russia as well. And from the news we are gathering that the people in Russia don't know that there is a war. They have cut off their uh, social media, internet, so they can't get information from outside. So the people of Russia don't know there is war. It's only the government and the media people have been in prison. So let us remember that there are Christians in Russia, just like there are Christians in Ukraine. And we are praying that the Lord will intervene and stop the war. Amen. Amen. Unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. We are about closing mm -hmm. now. Unmute yourself, please. We are about closing. Can you un unmute yourself, please? All right. So is Reverend Athia online? Maybe she's gone to work. All right. Okay, so 
we are back online on Friday. I have said that. And then on uh, everybody remember to also be praying for our evangelism. On the 26th, we have evangelism in the morning and uh, and 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 uh, deliverance surgery in the evening. So 26, everybody save it in your calendar. That's on the 26th, we have evangelism and deliverance surgery. Amen. 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 All right. Some people are just arriving. Welcome those who are arriving for coming to share the grace. So let's share the grace together. <laughs> the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. So, Sister Naisha, you get the, the recording, okay? <laughs> How is St. Vincent? <laughs>